Oh my god. Boy oh boy. Season 2. It's a poetry party. And in that moment, she found out that Corey had a larger range than her. <laughs> I don't know if those were whistle tones, but they were definitely, um, 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 fog horn, um, <laughs> noises. That was like, I think only, I think you probably freaked out most of the dogs in your building. Yeah. And there, well, right now there's only one dog in my building and she is deaf and blind. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by elderly senile dogs. When you want a dog that's not necessarily going to bark at the front door because they can't hear you anymore, get senile dogs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That took a turn. <laughs> that took an unexpected turn. Let's turn it back around. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start over? No, I think this was ideal and perfect and chaotic <laughs> energy for the start of season two of Pathetic season and Poetic. Season two! Did we mean to take an unintentional break? No, we did not. No. Did we mean for it to be multiple weeks long and last Absolutely most not. of the summer? No, <laughs> we did not. But did sure we didn't. mean to come back in full force and utter complete undenying ironclad strength? No, we didn't. But we, but we did. <laughs> but we're here anyway. <laughs> so get used to it, internet. Welcome to PNP squared. Correct. Because squared means two. And this is the second season, second bitches. Season. No, I can't stop ripping my eye. Sorry. You have conjunctivitis. No, I don't. Don't tell the internet that. That's a lie. My co-host is gross. I don't have the pink eye. Co-host gross. <laughs> gross. 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 Yeah. Gross. <laughs> gross co-host. Your mouth looks so funny when you're doing that. Gross. <laughs> gross. Shut <laughs> Sorry. I hate it. <laughs> okay. I'm... Natalie. What's up? In a shocking turn of events. Oh my god! Um, and I am that candle that's like completely out of wax. It just has like a like a thin coating on the bottom oh. and then like a very long wick. But you refuse to throw it out because you're like, it's got a little life left in it. Yeah. I have. That's me. Who are you? Well, oh, wait. Okay, what? wait. I want to. Can okay. I? I want to. I'm going to talk about. There is a. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right. We're mumbling, we're mumbling, we're doing it. Yep. It's great. Great start. I, yep. there is a candle making place. I've probably talked <gasps> about this on the podcast. I love it. Um, no. It's called Aura Candles. Um, we're not sponsored by them, but I would love to. That'd be fantastic. We could be. Um, so, you pretty much you go, they've got a wall of scents. You pick a scent, then they give you the essential oils. You put the essential oils in a spoon, you mix it with wax, you make your own candle smells. I love spoons. Um, I've gone like seven times. Um, and I just, I keep the little candle nubbins at the bottom of the thing because it still has the smells. And then I just shove my face in the jar. I love that. Yeah. So that is my side sponsorship. Um, and I'm Corey and I'm the corporate sellout that was convinced that they were going to stay a, um, independent artistic 
soulful leaf in the wind. Ooh. And is now just another cog brick in the machine. Cog brick? Yeah. In the machine wall. In the machine wall. And this is pathetic Pathetic and and poetic. Poetic. Season (laughs) two. two. Double the fun. Double the... Nonsense. Sure. Chaos. I, my brain went blank. Double okay. the I don't know. grammatical Double errors. The episodes? Double the... We're going... I think we're going with the Riverdale model of how many episodes we do in a season. We, like, start with a random number, and then the next season, we double it, and then the next season, we do a third of it. Okay. Um. So we just did 36 episodes, so that means the next season will be 72 that's episodes. too many. That's... F- no, absolutely. Season two will be... Even Riverdale didn't do that many. A year-end change long. Maybe this one will be 13, and then okay. season three will be, like, 43. What if every season we just did the number of episodes that that season was? So this season was then only two episodes. And the next season uh, is three episodes. That would be crazy. Or we could do what anime does, and we have 120 15-minute yes. episodes. Yeah. And none of them make sense. But they're beloved by millions. No, do we think this is... This is definitely a sequel and not a reboot, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not rebranding. Okay. Should we update the folks on our life, or did they not deserve that? Did they not... Have they not earned our intimacy? I don't know. I, I'm, like, curious how much they want to know. What do you want to know about my life? If you stay silent, you don't want to know anything. And if you speak, you want to know about our lives. And since we're in the past, (laughs) the jury's out on that one. Silence, baby. (laughs) How dare you? Um, Well, for me, 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 myself, personally, um, I was in the desert. And now I am no longer in the desert. Good for you. Um. It was good times. I was disappointed by the utter lack of scorpions. Um, Is that a, a disappointment? Time. Because I feel like I wouldn't yes. want scorpions. I was so prepared for scorpions. I wasn't excited to have that. Like, I didn't want one to kill me. Yeah, I was going to say, knowing you, but how I was prepared like, for the scorpions were you? I was prepared for the terror of like, oh, a scorpion in my shoe. And now I don't have that story to tell. I, now the story I have to tell is that I saw, I went to the desert and I saw not a single scorpion. Wanna, so every piece of media, including the desert, has lied to us. I just want to reiterate that. You were prepared for the terror of seeing Correct. a scorpion. Correct. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, like, um, that's like having your tennis grunt down, but not knowing how to play tennis. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, cool. We all, and I stand by that. We all understand. Because I do have my tennis grunt down, and I have never touched a tennis racket. Do you want to share with the folks your tennis grunt? <clears throat> and I couldn't even hear that. I went that was with so the, loud. Oh, no. I went with the, like, the Wii model. I've played more Wii tennis uh, than everything, anything uh, else. Uh, yeah, it was like a, it was a very high-pitched, like, like a pointed, I would do it again, but you won't be able to hear it. Ah. <laughs> ah. I like yours better. Ah. Yours sounds like a Yorkie when the mailman comes. I like that for you. 
Do you play tennis? Do you? Sports? You know, I have played tennis. I thought about playing in high school for like half a second because it, it felt like the type of sport that requires like just power. And I'm very good with power. I'm very bad with aim. Um, oh. Yeah. I once wedged a tennis ball in a palm tree. You live in Ohio. I was in Florida at the time. Oh, wait. <gasps> okay, okay. From here, I smacked it all the way to the west. Across the country to a palm tree. Um, yeah, I mean, I always thought it was like a fun sport, but then I tried to actually practice doing it. And I was like, this is terrible. I was like, I would, yeah. I would rather make my hobbies sedentary. <laughs> sedentary. Sedentary. Even the even the theater stuff that I did, I was never I was never a dancer. I was more of a mover per se. Um, sure. A little bit of a shaker. Um, one of those standstill characters that kind of strikes a pose with a shocked look on their face. Uh, so I'm done. Wait, were you done talking about your life update? Because when did we get on tennis? Um, I don't. Uh, oh, I did my tennis grunt. Yes, because you were in the desert. Continue. I found the thread. I found the thread. We did it. Anyway, I'm back in New York now, um, which is grand and incredibly overwhelming, as New York is wont to be. Um, but things are good. Uh, I know you were you were very curious. You were wondering. So things are good. I, um, I was wondering. And chaos and, um, and auditions and work and fun for me. This winter, I will be some secret location <laughs> in New York City that you don't get to know. Shaking ass and selling glass. I love it. Um, there, I'm working for this guy who does um, glass blowing, and he does like holiday fairs. And best part about it, it's indoors. It pays. <laughs> and it pays. <laughs> Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing for my holiday workings. Good for you. And I have an agent now. Yay! Woo! Secret agent. <laughs> oh my god, my dad made the same joke. I shit you not. I'm your father. I was on the phone Go with my brother. And and I was like, I was like, I got an agent. And he was like, oh, congrats. And my dad goes, is it a secret? <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, what? <laughs> I'm your dad. Uh, oh my God. You, that would be tragic. You rip off your face mask. No, no. But what, if, what just... if I was your father? I traveled back in time mm -hmm. and the way the only person that I knew in the past. No, no, no. I would have traveled to the fut future. Well, I would have been your father. A simultaneous time. But I would have been younger. I'll tell you, I think about time travel a ton. I thought about this. Okay, total. To Is time travel your Roman Empire? Hundred percent. I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. Actually, okay. I am. I am. Gonna, I'm going to do a side tangent. We're going to talk about this, even though we're at our 15 minute mark, and I haven't even talked about my life that's yet. That's okay because we're cutting out so much. I know. Of this. That's fair. So I think about time travel all the time because I thought about last night. I was like, okay, if I got sent back to let's say 1998 when I was three years old. Anybody who I would go to, like, talk to for help about, like, my time traveldom, they would either be three or younger. Like, any of my friends, oh. they would also be three. Yeah. So who was the only people that I could go to would be my parents. 
Yeah. And would they believe me if I said, I'm your son from the future? And what what information about them that I know from pre-1998 could I use to convince them that I am from the future? Oh, interesting. Because the majority of the stuff that I know about my parents is obviously stuff that, like, from when I was growing up. But if I was three, none mm. of that stuff's happened yet. They don't tell you stories of, like, when we were in college. No, 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 they do, they do. So I was trying to, like, re-remember those stories of, like, like, do you ever have, like, little mind experiments and then you try and test the validity of your own stories? Is that me? (laughs) Is that just me? I think, I mean, I don't think it's just you. I refer to it to my friend. But I have to say it's not me. Okay. I refer to it as, to my friend Katie as a pre-dream. And she almost pissed her pants because she was like, that's just <laughs> thinking. <laughs> a pre-dream. <laughs> that's just wondering about something. <laughs> Your eyes are just closed. <laughs> um, You're just imagining. <laughs> I have a very active imagination. So I like I went through the entire pipeline of like, okay... What type of family drama do I know? What type of, like, former relationships? Uh, You're still laughing. I'm going to keep going. Um, The way you said that. That was so pure. I have a very active imagination. (laughs) Wheezing. (laughs) In that moment, you sounded like three-year-old Corey. (laughs) I, I have a very active imagination. It's like three-year-old Corey oh just, just walks up to his parents and says, if I was 28 years old, would you believe me? That's would worse. believe me? That's Wait, time travel-wise, that's worse. We've really lost the thread here. I'm sorry. Okay. So, um, jumping back in time. Um, I'm dead. I was going to talk about um, my life. I went freelance. That's amazing. If you need a freelance Ooh. animator, motion designer, art director, illustrator, I got you, babe. Um, them? No. And I am hosting a birthday cabaret. So fun. So fun. I'm so jealous. I'm doing poetry. I'm doing music. A couple other friends are doing um, music. I realized not a lot of my non-musical friends know what a cabaret is. Come on, guys. Because one of them just thought it was, like, hosted in a cabaret location. That I just, like, rented out. Like, what? Like, like, if you would go to a, like, a burlesque. Sure. Like that type of thing where there's like a stage in the front, just a bunch of little tables. I think they thought that was just a cabaret. Not the performance, the location. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then some people. But if you said, I'm hosting a birthday burlesque. Yeah, I know. They would think you were stripping your clothes off. But I think they think you do a burlesque in a cabaret. Like they thought cabaret was the location, not the event. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then some people thought well, it was like an open mic they deal. They're gonna learn today. So, a lot going on. We're still very excited for it. Um, they have so much to learn. I have I have so much to learn. I have to memorize like seven poems. <gasps> Come on, Pims. Pims. Speaking of poems, poemstry. Um, yeah. Should we write some poemstry? How Hallow's Eve. Ooh. It's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I and this is the moment when I hate that this is not a visual medium because the way that your mouth was just moving to make those sounds was insane. Insanity. For today, we've got a spooky one. Spooky, spooky, to honor spooky spooky season. Scary spookiness. We've got a- I'm your grandma. Um, (laughs) I'm losing my mind. (laughs) I can tell. Um, So today, we've got a little ooky spooky poetry prompt for you. Because Mm -hmm. tomorrow in podcast land is Halloween. Halloween. And I've been celebrating Halloween since the day after my birthday, because that's when spooky season starts. Um, officially, that's, no, that's, I checked with the government, it's true. Your birthday's in um, March. No, it's not. I don't know when Natalie's birthday is. It is in August. All right. So because it is ooky spooky season. Very spooky season. <clears throat> a very spooky very season. Spooky, spooky season. Um, we have an ooky spooky prompt for you. Very excited. And may, mayhaps you can hear the sound of me shuffling hoops. my... S- my sweet little tarot deck. And we're going to do a little three-card spread. Let's do it. And now, before you um, critique me on my tarot reading skills... That's okay. Um, I am not good at reading tarot. I have a little booklet okay. that tells me what it is, what it is. I'm good at coming up with um, bullshit nonsense. I can come up yeah, with the reads. Yeah, I mean, that's why, we're, why, that's why we do this. Should I read yours so. and you read mine? Um... Well, I have the cards. Yeah, but you just show them, and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, yes, Hephaestus's mistress. You're in for a rude awakening <laughs> this year." The classic, the classic card in the Major Arcana, Hephaestus's mistress. Oh yes, Hephaestus's mistress. All you tarot mistress. buffs out there, you know that Hephaestus's mistress. Wow, <laughs> that was so funny. Um, okay i have a little booklet that tells me what it is so we're gonna do a little three card spread for each of us uh yeah because we don't have the same lives okay oh am i picking them yeah okay wait okay okay wait and just like send some energy through the screen okay wait at me okay so i'm thinking if this is a clock um that one okay so it has nothing to do with the clock that'll be paused Mm -hmm. That one. Ooh. Kind of stuck in there. Just like me. Ooh. Trapped. Present. In the unknown. Keep going. In the unknown. Um, stop. This one. Uh-huh. Okay. Into the unknown. Future. Future. So, this is yours. Okay. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Oh, oh, okay. You don't say. I'm going to have to look some of these up because these this book does not have the reverse. I um, I pulled up uh, online. So I, okay. I have the, I just in case. So this is the um, Six of Wands Ooh. reversed. Okay, wait. So the six the the six of wands represents triumph, acclaim, and pride, equivalent to the chariot of the major arcana. Just like the chariot, it represents moments of victory and triumph. Yes, mine says 
<clears throat> Six of Wands. Victory, success, rising up. From the dark and tangled branches emerges a butterfly. Now, this is... The thing is, I have a different card design than what's here. Well, what's on the card? This is what you have. Wait, you should send me a picture. Send me a picture of all the cards okay, and I can I will, I'll read I the visuals. Um... <clears throat> uh, so it says, from the dark and tangled branches emerges, uh, I'm going to say, a rainbow. Oh, okay. Now, new life takes flight. If you're not reveling in the joy of success already, you will be soon. The Six of Wands is a card of victory, of rising up against the odds. The obstacles have been relentless, but now is not the time to look back upon them. The more pressing question is, where will you go with your new set of wings? And this is the past. But and it's reversed. This is the past, and it's reversed. And I have so the, the reversed. Sorry. Okay, so let's read the reverse. Okay. Um, when it's reversed, it means that you're not living your dreams. It's about a lack of success. It can also be not tapping into your leadership abilities, but blindly following somebody else. It can also indicate someone is arrogant. Wait. It can also indicate that someone is arrogant or grandiose. Oh. I, I mean, I feel like that... Definitely applies to... Wow. Read me. No, no, no. Not the last part. Okay. The the first part. Yes, yeah, because yeah. you were... I mean, you left your job. It was not yeah. you living your dream. You thought it was going to be, like, more creative and ended up being, like, very... Soul-sucking. Um, soul yeah. And it, like, it was too stagnant for you. Yeah. You weren't growing as an artist at that company. And the theme of my cabaret so is fill your cup. And doing the things that fill you up and make you feel whole and make you feel um, as filled as possible. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because we don't have any cups on in your <gasps> Um The next one, though, okay. very interestingly, is Ace of Wands. Oh. Also reversed. So the original, the, the unreversed explanation is expansion inspiration okay. an extremely high energy card the ace of wand indicates new growth is all around you mm -hmm. your ideas and outlook will expand and creativity seems endless this fertile time can also have literal meanings a pregnancy or birth may be on the horizon Perfect. though it's thrilling to embark on your journey your good judgment is needed more than ever don't rush it and i have the reverse you have the reverse, okay. so let's read the reverse. Reverse, it means that creative potential is still there, but it hasn't yet fully manifested. You need a little more time to figure out what that big project will be before you can really dive in. You have big ideas, and what form will they take? Oh my god! We love that. I mean, I feel like this is spot on. Yes, but I am currently working like on a bigger project, and I kind of already know the form that it'll take, so... Yes, <laughs> but maybe it's not like maybe it's not the project. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe it's right. like this is the thing that sparks the thing. So you're saying I should stop what I'm doing and immediately invest no, all of my no, time and energy. No, I'm on saying else. it's as it's saying you need more time. So it's like keep investing your time, but like I feel like this time of you being freelance and trying to get yourself mm -hmm. set up is like it, that's still like gathering um energy and gathering potential and like while you're still keeping yourself active and you have a project that you're really passionate about um can you hear my computer fan it's going nuts man maybe but i can't tell if it's just like the air between our call that was so poetic oh 
In this deck, this deck is very like naturey, witchy, and it's it uses like really dark colors and then very like rainbowy colors. Okay. Um. So then your last one is the world. The world. Yeah. Look at it. That is the world. So it has like rainbow around the the edges. Very cool. Okay. Um. And this one is upright. So wholeness, completion. The world is the final card in the journey of Major Arcana. It signifies completion, harmony, and contentment. It's rare to experience this energy as we are usually consumed by wanting, needing, and achieving. So when this card appears, contemplate for a moment the idea of being whole. Focus on the image on the card. Close your eyes and envision this radiating energy inside you. What does it feel like? Where is it located? What blocks you from feeling a sense of wholeness each and every day in your life? Interesting. So that was a journey. Yeah. And I feel like a great one. I agree. Okay, I'm um, going to read yours. Because you read mine. Oh, okay. Here we go. We got... Ooh. Alright, what's your past? Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to figure out which way this slid. What do you mean? I think it... When I put it down, it, like, slid to the right. Oh. Okay. Ooh, okay. <clears throat> so we've got the sun reversed. Okay. We've got the two of wands. And okay. then we've got the daughter of pentacles. The daughter of pentacles? Yeah. I didn't know that there were sons and daughters of pentacles. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, And the sun is, like, the... The S-U-N, not the S-O-N. Yes. And she looks like the sun. She does. Is she upright or reversed? She's reversed. The sun radiates positive energy. This is one of the most optimistic cards indicating enthusiasm, but reversed. It indicates unhappiness, doubt, canceled plans, and uncertain future. Maybe you've been overconfident and are just now realizing that you've overstepped yourself. You know the sun is there, but it's just out of sight, hidden behind unhappy clouds. It can be difficult to see a path, a path forward without its light to guide you. It may feel lonely or think... Wait, no, not it, you. You may feel lonely or think that your friends are all hanging out without you. You will have to put a little more energy into it, but the benefits of the upright version of this card can be yours as well. You just need to push through a few more obstacles. Ooh. <laughs> Dean and I were literally, my Dean and I, were literally just talking about, like, friend stuff, past friend things. Um, What of that still weighs on me? Mm-hmm. What of that I've let go? That's really interesting. Very, um. bring up friends. Direct. A very, yeah. um, a poignant, maybe? Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. So your present was this, the, the what? The Two of, of Wands. The Two of Wands. Look at it. It's like just a little, pretty little rainbow. It's two just two wands. <laughs> uh, upright or um, upside down? It is upright. Okay, cool. The Two of Wands represents personal power, boldness, and originality. It stands for individual in, individual courage and greatness. Tapping into the same energy of that of the Magician, of the Major Arcana, the Two of Wands stands for personal power brought down to Earth. Also stands for planning and preparation. 
So uh, when the Two of Wands is upright in a tarot reading, it leads you to courage. It leads you... It lends... It lends you. <laughs> There's a leading... And... Am I leading or lending? The leading courage to be great. The word of A word of caution, though. You must remember that you are not the source of power, only a conduit. The true source of power is the divine. You must not let the intoxication of power overcome your good sense and blind you to your intention and goals. It could be time for you to examine your goals and activities and make sure that you are not misusing your power, but using them wisely. This is time to use your power in a worthwhile way. Let the power of the divine be a gift to mold your endeavors in a positive manner. You have the freedom to try new approaches. It's time for bold initiative and creativity. The time that... Actually, sorry, I was like, I got very intense. I was like, um, huh, The time yeah. for the extra dose of daring. Let yourself go and wait for amazing results. Wow. Okay, cool. The power of the wands is yours! <laughs> Wield it! <laughs> With one wand in each hand. <laughs> that's really interesting. I do feel like... Um, yeah, I feel like I am finally making steps in the right direction career-wise. Yeah. And, and socially. Like, I feel like my... My life, um, as far as, like, friends and, like, interpersonal relationships go, mm -hmm. is fuller than it has been there in a go. long time. So, um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, kind of not taking that for granted, but also not losing my sense of, like, direction <laughs> and um, um, forward momentum and drive just because I'm, like, happier than where I was. Yeah. And you were in one musical, okay. so, like, shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> one silly little musical. Like, calm down. Don't go big head, big head. <laughs> I don't got a big head. You kidding? That's just joke. I do. I have a giant head, and Ooh. I have teeny, tiny little arms. Large head. Wolf. I got a big head, little arms. Nice. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do. Um, and now I have the daughter of ben Benticles. Good. <laughs> Daughter of Pentacles. Okay, so for, here's the thing. Future. The Page of Pentacles in Tarot stands for being practical, prosperous, trusting, and trustworthy, and having an effect. The Page of Pentacles in Tarot is uh, reading is about opportunity. Is it upright or downright? It's up upright. Um, when the Page of Pentacles is upright in a Tarot reading, it means that you have an opportunity to prosper. You may get opportunities to experience wealth, comfort, trust, security, and a chance to realize your dreams. When those opportunities come up, act on them. But you need to take a realistic approach. Stop daydreaming and find a common-sense solution. Concentrate on effective approaches. Being prosperous also means enriching yourself. This is the time to grow and expand and secure yourself financially. You also need to have faith in others. Stick to your own words as well, especially your credibility. And prove you are dependable. In time, wait, no, it's time to act on your dreams and set things in motion. This has been Betty Davis, and this is my tarot reading. <laughs> I'm dead. Not Betty Davis. Um, interesting. Okay. How do we feel? I feel, I mean, that. I feel like that makes sense. 
Because especially with the the present one, where it's like you've had a little bit of success, don't let it get to your so head. Shut stupid. the fuck up. You're like just because everything's not terrible anymore doesn't mean you've made it. You're just a woman. Calm down. <laughs> um, yeah. So kind of the thing of there being an opportunity to prosper in the future and an opportunity for like wealth and growth and like security and all that. Um, but it all being like you have to still work for it though. Yeah. I feel like that all t- that all ties in and it all makes sense. I guess I'm not marrying rich. <laughs> no, it says... I'm going to have to work for my it says, livelihood. It says, secure financial prosperity. Do that however you like. <laughs> yeah, but it says I have to work for it. That doesn't mean the marriage won't be hard. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> oh, I should stop talking like this, shouldn't I? Um, okay, interesting. Shall we write some poems? Yes. Quite. Goodbye. We'll see you in a moment. Here we go. Spooky tarot poems. For you. Well, I haven't read mine aloud. So I don't know how bad this is. It could be bad. I read through mine. It's... It's not a... Okay, I wouldn't say it's a downer. Okay. Um, but it's not, like, a happier poem. Okay. But it is definitely, like, an emotion that I've been milling with for a while, so... Well, that's good. That I feel like that fits into your little present card. Then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Mine definitely loops back around and is, like, a little more uplifting. Okay. Okay. Mine is cut into three bits if we wanted to do the bits, but... I. I could also read it as one flow. Read it as one. I say read it as one. Do you want to go first? Sure. First one. First one back. You missed us. I am the one of season two. But that makes you the two of season two. No. Two, 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 two. I'm the number two. Pope. Pope. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, um, just as a reminder for... Whoever gives a shit. Um, my past pull was the six of wands reversed. And then I had the ace of wands reversed for my present. And then the world card for my future. Um, so this, this is my poem. It's wildly easy to do something while doing nothing. Decades ago, I imagined the boredom would dry me up. Flipping through channel after channel after channel after... Oh, there's only three. The mold was easier to catch early. The rot never got too far. The soil didn't salt itself out of sheer curiosity. The campfire only had enough kindling for one night of heat before it burned itself out. And now, nothing can be a hobby. Many nothings congruently feels like a small something, enough of an umph to make it from one noon to another, and there will never be enough nothing to make something worth the effort. The risk is atrophy, but... If you don't intend to use it, what does it matter if it's gone? Sell it for a few bucks or give it to a friend. I'm watching something. Maybe it'll be better tomorrow. My shoulders aren't broad enough to hold this world, regardless of the box I forced it in. I didn't train for this. I'm cramping. Why hadn't I prepared? But why can't the world rest on the ground? As long as I keep it from rolling away, maybe that's enough to keep it safe. 
Why do I need to strain under the weight so she can stay in the clouds? Ooh. That's my body. That last line. <laughs> yeah, why does she get the clouds? You deserve some clouds. Yeah. Um, that atrophy line. The risk is atrophy. I but love that. But you don't that. intend to use it. What does it matter if it's gone? Ugh. I just, I've had this idea of a while of, so this all kind of spawned when one of my relatives, um, this was like mid pandemic times and they were like talking about the unemployment rate and they're like, they're like, why doesn't anybody, like it was very Kim Kardashian. Why doesn't why, anyone want to work? Nobody wants days? to work anymore. Oh my God. Um, Freaking and the, the thing that I said was, I said, it is so easy to feel like you're doing something while doing nothing now. Um, because you could be watching TV, you can be on your phone while watching TV, you can be playing video games while watching TV. And it's not to say that like playing video games or like texting people or going on Instagram is nothing, but in the way that like you can subdue boredom. Yeah. And it doesn't add anything to the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It might add something to you, but it doesn't add anything to the world. And like, it is just so easy to... To stagnate, like my first card said, mm-hmm. um, without feeling that like tickle of I'm not doing anything, because part of that is still being satisfied. Correct. We and like so, we have so many ways that we can be we can have instant gratification mm-hmm. that yeah. yeah, it's so 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 easy to not yeah. really do much anymore. Yeah. 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 And so that I I mean, because I definitely fall into that where I will I will binge shitty TV shows I don't like, but but there is, like, a need to be like, ooh, what the fuck happens next? Or, like, I would rather figure out what happens next than, like, go grocery shopping yeah. or go outside. Because there is, there's, like, it's not only heightened, but it is also manufactured in a way that it will be gratifying. Yeah. Like, chemically in, a way that, in your brain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In the in the way that the world is, is, is not always. No. Hardly um, ever. Like... <laughs> And and so the idea of like there there will never be enough nothing to make the something worth the effort. Like yeah. there will there will never not be enough things to distract me from just doing the thing I want to do okay. because the thing I want to do causes like it not causes, it um requires some type of effort. Right. And some type of like not necessarily pain, but like there is that does kind of come with discomfort with all yes discomfort exactly Um, and like especially there's so much pulling at us these days there's so much that's constantly asking for your immediate attention that it's exhausting our brains are not meant for the world to be like this so we're constantly exhausted so all we want to do is like turn our brain off and get the instant gratification which means then we don't go grocery shopping Yeah. I mean, I've definitely entered into that phase where, like, I am now more aware of, like, why my parents want to watch something that is, like, very mindless Mm -hmm. and just, like, they don't really, they they don't want to watch something that, like, makes you think a ton Mm -hmm. or, like, is very intense or, like, like, that was a beautiful movie. They don't give a shit. They just, they want to watch something that, like, just makes you sort of feel good at the end of the day. Yeah, calm and feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I... I used to not understand that, and now I'm, like, in that era. I'm, or I'm starting to get in that era mm-hmm. of, like, god damn. Like, 
And there are a lot of things that will pop up where they will, I like watching things about mental health and suicide never used to bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, and now so many things that I watch are about mental health and suicide and, and it starts to bug me Yeah, where I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to watch this in my off time. Right. I don't like it. It doesn't seem like fruitful and worth it. And like, yeah. So, um, I'm with you. that was just, that was kind of where I was coming from when I was thinking about that of like, yeah. of like just that stagnation and that, that feeling of like, I don't know. I haven't had one of those moments that deeply in a while, but I remember like specifically during the pandemic, I watched the hundred. Yeah. Um, and, and I would, was watching like fucking 10 episodes or more a day. Yeah. Um, but just like not doing anything and like not even like going outside for a yeah. walk or like doing and I was like staying up until like four or five in the morning watching the show and then the sun would rise and the birds would sing and I was like why am I so fucking this is just a horrible yeah. show like it's not it's not a good yeah. show it's just a bad show yeah um and I can't help but wonder what is going to be the fate of humanity like I couldn't <laughs> I mean, isn't it so funny how those are so closely tied I but feel it's, you it's like this... it, it was such a struggle to even go on like a little mental health walk. And it's like you want in your life all these great things, but it's so hard to just like get through a day sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how do I put in the extra effort to like work towards these great things that I want? And it's like to to get a future card that's like so weighty. Yeah. Rather than being, like, inspiring can kind of feel, like, overwhelming. Because you're like, but in the meantime, that means so much effort and work and discomfort and so much of the, like, security blanket things of instant gratification that we have now would have to get turned off or or yeah. turned away or, like, postponed. Yeah. And it's hard to do that. Well, and it is also very, very that idea of, like, building the world that you're in mm-hmm. rather than like keeping the world afloat as you think that it is like, and, and so basically it, I ended kind of on that idea of like, I don't need to carry this world with me. Let me just make sure it doesn't roll away. Like it's not even the bare minimum. Yeah. It's just who said that I need to keep this thing weighted on the back of my neck because the last guy did. Yeah. Come on, Atlas. Put it between your thighs, babe. Get down on all fours and arch your back. I, oh, there's like a hundred <laughs> of other ways to do it. Handstand. I love it. Well done. I liked it. Great job. Thank you. Come on, Tarot. Your turn. Okay. Read me. Um, as a reminder, my cards were the sun reversed, two of wands, daughter of pentacles. When all the last sunbeams I held so very tight to have burned away every last arch and whirl and loop that spelled out my identity, I will go looking for better fires. Flames that birds can land beside and still keep all their feathers. I will hold out both my hands. I will stretch my fingers wide. I will kiss no more dying stars. I will not stand for that kind of crippling cold. I will bathe in all the better light. There will be direction. There will be a clear way to the well, a clear way up and out and high and warm with cheeks like autumn and shoulders like spring. And forward will be the way. And forward will be our patient middle names. 
I will meet my future in the meadow, feed my afternoons with wildflowers, and let the clouds refract all the best light. The sun will linger. I will be perfectly warm. I'm trying to think of a word. Like, like the word wow was just on like the tip of my, the, the shape of my lips, but I like couldn't, but like, I couldn't think of like, visually it matches your death yeah, yeah. so well. It is, it is nature incarnate and that is all like. And that's what I wanted. I kind of tried to go like mind blank and just like channel what the cards mm-hmm. were giving me. Okay, tell me more about the burning of your fingerprints. Because I also, I've talked about that in past yeah. times as well. Um, I wanted to use, like, rather than just being, like, I feel like I've used that imagery of, like, burning off my fingerprints before. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to, like, I used arch and whirl and loop to, like, kind of make it a little more ephemeral rather than saying my fingerprints. Um, Synecdoche. Synecdoche? What? What's the the literary device where you refer to a part as the whole? Uh, I don't know, but I think you're thinking of Schenectady, New York, and that's no, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Um, that's not it. Well, Sene- uh, it's it's spelled the same way because I was in. This is going to be so fucking bar- embarrassing. Um, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Synecdoche. Oh, I don't know this. As a, is a figure of speech in which a part is made to represent the whole or vice versa. As in Cleveland won by six runs, meaning Cleveland's baseball team. Or like um like referring to the the tire, like uh the tire screeched to a halt, but of course you're referring to the whole car type mm. of thing. Um so like you're using arch and swirl and loop as like a like an identifier for yeah. fingerprints. Um, but I only remember that word because when I was in, um, AP English, um, I read it as, uh, scenic doce. that's so cute. And that scenic is. Scenic doce. And that is the title of this episode. No, cause it's scenic just going to be synecdoche. No, I think we should make it two different words. Scenic. Scenic doce. doce. <laughs> With an accent. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, I yeah, I wanted to do, like, kind of a little more ephemeral description of um, fingerprints. And also just, like, because mm-hmm. we were talking about how it was related to, like, relationships and friends. And how I just feel like in the past I held so tightly to relationships that were, like, not serving me. And people who, mm-hmm. like... I was putting in a ton of effort and not getting like any reciprocity of that. Um, But I held so tightly to it because I was like, these are my friends. This is who I am. And I was like, Mm -hmm. why am I making that my identity when like, when these people don't like care about me that much. And so like, that was kind of the past part. And then I was like, the whole thing with the, I will go looking for better, better fires. Um, I was thinking of, I almost use the phrase duller stars as well, but I don't think that has like the, the right like connotation. Cause everyone's like, Oh, the stars are so bright. But like, 
if you landed on the sun, you'd be incinerated. Yeah. Like, what if we lived on a star that was, like, just warm enough to keep us warm mm-hmm. and have us, like, be alive, but not fry us to a crispy little ash? Yeah. So I, I, the that's where the, like, better fires and then flames that birds can land beside and still keep all their feathers, like, um... That kind of thing. Where, like, you need the warmth of other people, but you can't mm. hold so tightly to it that it becomes your everything because then it just, like, burns up. Anyway, that's my poem. I liked it. Thank you! Yes. And I liked your your warmth allegory. Thanks. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. This um, was a... What are you going to be for Halloween? I don't know. I haven't thought about it really at all. Um, but that happens to me every Halloween that, like, there's a part of me, like, on October 1st where I was like, I'm going to figure out something really cool. And then I just, like, don't care sure. about it. Like, the only yeah. one that I ever cared about was being Velma. Um, and that was two years ago. Um, and so, but I have all those costume pieces, so I could easily be Velma again. And my hair is just longer now. Sure. Um, and I, I, because I want to do, like, I keep feeling like I need to be a costume character based off of my hair. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, I could be Merida from brave um but then i was like just no it's so annoying and i don't want to spend a bunch of money on a costume i'll like wear once and i went to a pokemon party you should just put on a dress and be fran drescher (laughs) 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 mr sheffield that's actually that's really funny you should do that just like put my hair up in a high curly pony and then wear like a little ascot and like yeah. Oh, that's great. Okay, I love this. I might do this. Um, uh, I went to a Pokemon party a couple weeks ago, and I went as... I, I dressed in all pink, and I said, either I'll start singing, and I'll be Jigglypuff, or I'll be Lickitung, and I'll try and make out with as many people as possible. I'm dead. <laughs> um, and so then I thought, I was like, well, I could just wear all of my pink stuff and just go as Kirby and tell people I'm going oh to suck Kirby's them up. Oh... Got vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. What are you going to be? I, um, so I had a couple Halloween parties already. Uh-huh. Um, I last minute had one and I didn't have a costume for it. It was the earliest party. I didn't have a costume for it. Mm-hmm. And I was coming from like five hours of work. So I was like, I need to be able to throw something on on New Jersey transit as I go to this party. So I was like, it's got to be simple. So it was very, very niche. I was going to be a zombie, and then I was like, I don't have enough makeup for this. Um, I was Kenny, the cameraman from the first Scream movie. And I slit my neck. I did, like, slit throat makeup and then had fake blood on it. Did it look good? I mean, I looked like a frat bro. And it, it <laughs> everybody took photos of me all night. And it looked like I was trying to pick up every girl that I work with. And I was like, what yes. is happening? Because <laughs> I was wearing like a bas- backward base, uh, a backward cap. Like, yeah. Um, and then I, it was just like a flannel. Giving and then chapstick a vibes. I mean, <laughs> I'm done. It was really funny. Like there was one where I was having a conversation with my coworker and I was like leaning up against the wall or whatever. And it looked like I was absolutely flirting with her and i was oh like this is so funny um, wait we should post our halloween costume pictures on the instagram well my favorite one 
was last weekend I was Carrie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, my mom called me the other day and was like, did you have fun in your horrible Halloween costume? And I was like, what? Why didn't she, she like, like that it? That was disgusting. And I was like, it was fun. It was Carrie. And she's like, ugh, you think it's fun to have disgusting blood all over your face and i was like why are you hating on this it's not real so blood and i was like it's not like it's actual pig's blood crazy maybe so it's just funny. your mom being very concerned about like you being in new york and like being like i guess or something. I we know. absolutely took cabs i did i wanted to get on the subway with yeah. that but we were running too late um it was very sticky it was a good time though um and this weekend, my friend is hosting a party that is, uh, like, existentialism-themed. So me and my friend are go. There's debate topics and everything. Um, I, I'm obsessed with her. This is the funniest idea for a Halloween party ever. Um, my friend and I are going as Schrodinger's cat, and I am going as oh. the dead cat. So my mom's going to be, yet again, disappointed. <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually really funny, though. So funny. I went to a Halloween party a couple years ago in DC, mm-hmm. and the theme, of course, was nonprofits. You had to dress as a nonprofit. That's really dumb. Um, it was, and because it was DC, and everybody was like super serious about their costume yeah. and their cause, and I had stolen a black morph suit from my brother, <laughs> um, and so I was wearing a skin tight black suit, and I bought a pair of ears. And I was going to go as Catwoman, and then I instead I went as PETA. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, anyway. So I wish everybody the happiest of Halloweens and the spookiest of spooky seasons. Um, welcome back. We yes. missed you. Thank you for coming back, says me to you, you to me, and us to them. And... Yes. And them to us. And the, yes. And, and all around and... And you and yours and them and theirs. And you and yours and them and theirs. And always remember and to follow us on Instagram. And now... You tricked me. That was a trick and a treat. You did it. I know. <laughs> I did it. it you did it. Actually, what happened is I forgot. Um, <laughs> follow us on po- at PoeticPod yes. on Instagram. Do it. And also, pathetic dot poetic on what's that tiktok what i didn't That's even know it. we had a tiktok we're in the zeitgeist now baby yeah look at us all into the pop culture yeah. <laughs> and always remember and never forget good goodbye <laughs> It's about your daughter marrying my husband. Don't start fiddler now. We're ending the podcast. <gasps> Have you no consideration for a woman's feelings? <gasps> Happy Halloween. Goodbye. Handing over my belongings to a total stranger. <laughs>